This is great. Chilling by the ocean, waves crashing, drink on the side. Death Star flying above me. Are those Typhon? The sun is out and our blockade is legal. Join Robin Boat and Sean Me Show right now. Right now. We are back here on the Brick City Blockade. Of course, on this special episode, we're talking Rise of Skywalker, guys. It's it's in the news, it's hot, it's fresh, and we're fucking ready to just sit down and say, you know what, this is the spiel, this is the stuff we're talking about right now. On the left here, you guys can't see him, but I can hear him, and you can definitely hear him too. It's uh, Mr. Sean Misho. Sean, what's up, dude? What's going on, the good, the good people? The good people, the good people. people. The good people. Oh, Look at such, people. Great, such a crazy weekend of getting much crazy stuff. We'll we'll get into that, but yeah. And we also have Andrew with us today. Hello. What's going hey. on? Uh, a lot of stuff. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel yeah. Oh, so much, so much stuff happening right now. So let's get right into the meat of this, folks. Um, let's get right into. What we were all surprised by today in particular, that's right, I'm talking, it's August 26th, Good Morning America hit this morning. We saw the, everything that happened at D23, guys. We mm-hmm. saw that everybody got to see a little bit of something from the Rise of Skywalker, and we were all like, fuck, all right, are we going to ever see this thing? Or, you know, is, are there going to be leaks of this thing? Yeah. Out? We heard rumors. Andrew, you were one of the first to reach out to me, and then it was Sean, and then we all started talking with each other, basically, yeah. because yeah. you had said, Holy shit! I think people are talking about Ray in a black hooded outfit with yeah. a bladed lightsaber. Um, yeah, it was during the panel for the D twenty three for the movies, and I saw um, Christian Harloff tweet out, um, "No trailer, but a sizzle reel." To me, it's uh, it's a trail. It's a trailer. Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, it's more of a a teaser of a celebration, kind of, of the first try to like, end it, kind of. Yeah. That was the first. I, yeah. But, like, I just saw his tweet was Ray in Sith cloak, double-bladed lightsaber, and that's it. It's like... <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all like that. And, and then we had to wait till today, which yeah. is Monday. And, and that came out, what, Saturday? Yeah, that was at the Saturday panel. Yeah, that was when we had the Mandalorian as well first. And then, was that first or was that after? Uh, Mandalorian was on Friday. Yeah, Friday, Friday was, was Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we got other news on certain other stuff too Sean what are your thoughts man what are your thoughts on uh, everything that's happening here oh I mean it, it's crazy first for the Mandalorian I know I'm really hyped with for that sh- show to come out and then and top out with a cherry on top of ice cream was the <laughs> teaser with the brand new teaser and it 
I was I was mind blown to see Ray with the double lightsaber, mm. and uh, we know in the past few, uh, not past, more like last year when we were talking about uh, our thoughts on Ray's ending. Not really, but yeah, my my hope was as a joke, kind of that she would turn dark. Right, I remember know, that. We don't know if that's actually happening or not. It's just very. It's to me. It's very cool to see that side of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I can't wait. To, can't wait to see how all, all plays out. Yeah, I think for just just us as Star Wars fans, we always have that craving. Whether they're a Jedi, okay, we want to see what what the dark side of them might look like. You know, I think we see that with Anakin. I think we all crave that. Well, we know he's going to be Darth Vader, but let's start to see, like, once we hit um, Revenge of the Sith, we're like, all right, this is dark side Anakin. This is what we're getting now. This is exactly what we like to see in that case. We always wondered, okay, Count Dooku, we saw his dark side. Okay, what's his light side like? Like, now we're getting that with the Dooku stuff and, and his novel in particular. And... We're, got, we're starting to see the different sides of the Force and how individuals can find themselves within it at different times, whether it's through a Force vision, whether it's through the reality of the film that we do see Ray turn. Who knows? Who knows at this point? But I think the one thing, and let's... I, I really want to break down this trailer just a little bit. We definitely and have to. It, yeah. Because when we start off this trailer, we get a flashback and we look mm-hmm. at all the original six films we look at the original trilogy and then the prequels yeah in essentially the order in which traditionally are followed by their release times yeah Yeah. which is a great way of (laughs) saying to the fans these are the ones you remember this is where it all began with george giving homage to george yeah and saying this is where we are today andrew what are your thoughts on that i thought it was perfect how they did a recap of the original six and it showed that everything connects because like we've heard from a lot of people it's like oh they don't connect or the sequels don't connect with anything it's like it really does and then they add in the Luke dialogue saying Mm -hmm. we've taught you everything we know and what I liked about it is it the dialogue didn't start until it was Return of the Jedi Luke and yes. then it went into yes. Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, Anakin, Mace Windu. <sighs> My theory on why they showed those specific ones, yeah, those might be the ones that might show up in some form of teaching Ray in Ooh. the movie itself. Wow, that's a different take. Yeah, Sean, you look like your your head's about to <laughs> explode yeah, over there. I what think... you got for us? What you got? <laughs> I'm think I'm thinking the the same thing. Yeah, I mean I'm agreeing with you, Andrew, and I think that's a very cool theory. And just because like seeing Mace Windu there, it's like I we did not expect because Mace Windu was a a a, 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 a master, right? Yeah. Yeah, he he wasn't very, um, not really well known as a source, like a community as mm-hmm. like a non-source like fan. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. quite yeah. And it, it's it was interesting to see that, and I think it would be really cool to see Samuel Jackson back or mm. uh, Liam Neeson. Uh, 
everyone else that was in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be really cool to have like a like one se- like maybe a 10, 10, 20 minute scene of just Ray and with all these characters back trying mm-hmm. to teach her like the light and dark. And maybe we'll see also like Count Dooku or, or I mean, not sorry, we're not going to be able to see. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? I, I, I see yes, Christopher Lee. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying there, Sean. I see what you're saying. It's that balance of, you know, if Ray is going to learn, if she's going to learn that there has to be a balance, that there is really, like what Luke said, there, there really is no Jedi order. It's really the balance that creates everything. It would make sense, and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, I think definitely Obi-Wan we're going to see, and I yeah. think it's really going to come down to who were the pivotal people in the Star Wars universe that we continue to go to that truly believed that there had to be a balance for there to be essentially peace in the galaxy, which is absolutely fascinating by itself is that it's the perspective of peace. The Empire sees peace as one way, the Jedi see peace as another way. But then you got to think about, okay, what about the average Joe Schmo on every planet during the time of Force Awakens? there's peace in the galaxy the first order hasn't touched every other planet yet you know they're just forming so there is some peace and there is that balance that exists so it's that weird thing in the star wars universe where we say okay you get obi-wan come back you get qui-gon to come back because qui-gon truly said the jedi order everything about it is a joke essentially get him back have him back up luke have obi-wan back up luke and say ray you know what you're gonna have to know a little bit about what the Sith do to be able to understand what the Jedi do mm-hmm. and to know that balance. I think when we see Rey at the very end of that trailer, that is a force vision, much like when Luke goes into the tree on Dagobah and it's something that Qui-Gon Jinn or Obi-Wan puts her through and says, if you can sit in that moment and realize that when you are dark and this is what you do with your anger, this is who you'll become. That's so essentially, so essentially yeah. training. Or part of her training, yeah. or it could be Anakin teaching her that because he's both oh. both light and dark. Oh, oh, stroke that Star Wars stuff, man. That is <laughs> that is that is perfect. Yes, as like we, as we like to say, tickle my fuck bone. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And it's like, holy crap! I didn't even think about that. Yes. You have Obi-Wan there and Qui-Gon, and then basically Anakin shows up and is like, listen, you two fucks, get out of the way. Let me show this girl <laughs> the real side of the force is here. Like, that would be freaking cool. Yeah. Um, and it would make sense, especially because he's been both, he's been both light and dark, pretty much. Light side, he was... Probably Jedi for 20 years, Dark Side 20 years. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. so he's, he's done that. He's had a good enough track record with <laughs> what he knows. Isn't that crazy to think a guy who just slaughtered kids and then ended up becoming a Sith Lord has a good track record? I mean, that's kind of crazy to think. I mean, if he's I mean, teaching some, people, some celebrities have good track records. <laughs> and the scene, they do the same thing. <laughs> that's true. It's it's not a bad point. Yeah. Get too into that, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> trying um, to make a point <laughs> no it's true it's true though um so we see that and we see all these other aspects of you know the original trilogy the prequel trilogy which is something jj said sean that he wanted to do he wanted to wrap this whole thing up by the end of the sequel trilogy and then our next shot i think 
is probably oh, just just by itself. We start we we see Ray, we see Finn, we see Poe, and this must be on the desert planet where we see yeah. Ray encounter Kylo Ren's uh, t- special Tie Fighter there, and they overlook this what looks to be some kind of town, much like on Jakku where Ray grew up. Um, you know, and I don't know what it entails specifically, but I'm, I have a funny feeling that this has something to do probably with the female character that we learned that Finn um, gets to know in it. I feel like this is some new planet they're they're all exploring together. Um, because you have to have that exploratory process, Sean. You know, you have to show yeah. new planets and have the to- entire crew together as part of that journey. I feel we're missing someone though. We're missing Rose. And yes, Rose. I, we have we have not seen her. I that's the only thing. The downside that I'm with this teaser, we don't see where Rose is, and yeah. Rose is a huge part of the Star Wars community too. Andrew's Andrew's throwing his finger up. Andrew's throwing his finger up. He's got yeah. something to say about it. I think the thing with Rose is she's more helping the resistance at the base itself. Um, I think she's been focusing on that more um, with the Rose character. Um, I think with the Rose character, it might they might pull back on showing her a lot in the trailers themselves. Interesting. She could have yeah. a. She could have a big role in the movie itself, but I think in the trailers they'll keep her away. Not sure, or if anything, it'll be like a split second. Yeah. yeah. Do Do you guys think that the loss of her sister, and then seeing Finn as like this big time celebrity within the Resistance, do you think that, and then also saving him on crate, you know, do you think that some of that has her empowered? Do you think that Leia looked at her and said, "Wow." You made a sacrifice just like Finn did to come here. Do you think that that may play a role in her key interest in being more part of the resistance than rather going on this journey? I have a feeling that she wants to be a field general for the resistance because of her sister's death and what her sister gave to the resistance as well. I could see that. Um, I even watching the last Jedi, I could easily see her going into that kind of um, role. Um, despite what others say about it, the character's arc is going to be a lot different in Rise of Skywalker. I imagine so, yeah. Because uh, yeah. it's like, when we got introduced to Luke, he wasn't the same that we saw in Return of the Jedi or even right. Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And same thing with, same with, with Han Solo in exactly. Force Awakens. Han Solo is a Force ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we can't do that. Sean, what, what do you think about Rose? I know you really like the character. You like Talia. Unfortunately, yeah. she left us in, in The Last oh, Jedi. Qu- quickly, she left. I mean... Kind of blew Rose... up. Yeah, I, <laughs> kind of... <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. Just, just um, a little bit. <laughs> no, I, I really like Rose and what she did. She was one of the good positive things that came out in the last Jedi, especially for Finn's character. And yeah, I kind of want her to do what you said, Robin kind of do, uh, play back in a, like a much bigger role, but play behind the scenes kind mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's my, my take of her. Hopefully she, she would do, but yeah. the, the it, other scene that I'm very excited for yeah. was 
I've been dying to talk about was the the little fight between Kylo and Ray. Yes. Yes. We'll I, get we'll get to that in a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll save that stuff, I think, for a little more towards after we get through the other stuff. Yeah, there's a couple. That's just my thoughts on that. (laughs) So I can, yeah. Uh, I I get what you're going with, but yeah, no, it's it's exciting. There's a lot of different and exciting things in this trailer that I don't think we've seen in Star Wars, and we'll talk about that scene later because I also have some thoughts on it as well. But then. We finally get into, and I was talking to Scott Inch actually before this, everybody, and you'll hear him and I speaking on talking far, far away about this tomorrow in particular. Um, but we're getting into, yeah, we got the stuff happening on the ground, of course. In Star Wars, you got the ground battle, you got everything that's happening below the surface of the galaxy, and finally, it looks like we're going to get a freaking space battle. I mean, that's that's legitimately what we're moving towards in the Star Wars universe again. I mean, we kind of got it with the Dreadnought and everything at the beginning, which I think we are going to see again. Um, I think that red blast that hits the planet, Scott Inch comes to me and he's like, yeah, better not be another Death Star. And I was like, no, it's not going to be another Death Star. I think we're looking at another Dreadnought situation. Where we're gonna have... It's very quick. In it the... is. Not so much the beam, but when we see the giant fleet. Yes. If you look closely, you see laser cannons on the bottom of the Star Destroyers. Interesting. So they're like elf- Yes. Interesting. So there is a very good chance, based on what you're saying, Andrew, and I'm going to have to go back and look at that because you make up a really good point, that this could be very well, and Scott said this to me as well, and I'm so glad you said this, is that these could not only be Star Destroyers that have been re-outfitted, with the possibilities of a dreadnought or something else that has a turbo cannon, basically, or multiple turbo cannons, basically, to destroy planets in certain aspects of them. But these could also be the ships that the Sith troopers are in. This could very well be Palpatine's or whoever's true, like, like forces that he has been holding in the outer rim. This could be something much deeper. Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, I can see it being that. Um, because they're not first order Star Destroyers. No, they're, they're not. They're pretty much like original trilogy um, Star Destroyers, like the blockade. Because, um, well, generally that was a pretty big blockade. <laughs> Thank you. Ah, he said blockade. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna put in a little sound effect. Ah, he said blockade. Um, but <laughs> put a drum, just put a drum effect in there. Drama effect, yeah, that's all I gotta do is throw in that drama effect. Everybody loves those drama effects. But, Sean, what are you thinking when it comes to the possibility? And I'll share my thoughts after, just a quick thought on it. But what are your thoughts in terms of that scene alone? Because we obviously see Finn and this newer character looking, I don't know if it's from a different scene, but the way that it's cut, they're looking at this like, holy shit, look what's coming at us right now. I mean, I'm in the same boat. It's like, what, like, what is that? Like, I'm not big on, like, the... I don't know much knowledge of the Star Destroyers and all that, but mm-hmm. I I think it's something much... Like, like something on the other side, like, not Sith or Jedi. It's, it's, it's much big, bigger than that. Like, maybe you have to join the Sith and Jedi join forces against them. I don't know. I mean, that'd be a cool thing, but it's more likely to be something 
for the Sith. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's a good perspective on it. I think the other thing I, I just want to quickly mention before we move on to the next scene <clears throat> in particular is, and again, Scott brought this up to me, and you guys will hear it on Talking Far, Far Away, I'm sure, but I want to lay this out to you guys and have your thoughts on it, is we see at the end of Empire's End that Palpatine wants the entire Empire to go to Jakku and basically end itself. If he is to fall, then everything ends on Jakku. That is the planet where the Empire goes to die. Now, knowing the Emperor and his ultimate ability to to make decisions, unlimited I have a feeling <laughs> unlimited power. This could be a lot more than what we're even thinking. This could be something where Palpatine's plan was, you know what, I'm sending half of the Empire to Jakku, and I'm going to send the rest to even beyond the Outer Rim. I'm going to send them out there. They're going to create their own order beyond the First Order, which is what Kylo Ren maybe had been influenced by. And when the time comes that Snoke falls and the Emperor is to reveal himself, then maybe this is the next generation of Sith that he is to release upon the galaxy. Something along those lines. It's hard to say that's all speculation, but it just has a nice ring to it. It does. Um, And going back to what you were talking about with... um... Finn and that other character of what they could have been looking at, they could have been looking at the Eclipse Star Destroyer, which would be Palpatine's Star Destroyer, and wow. it was also an even bigger dreadnought. Wow, with a bigger cannon on it, so yeah. it wouldn't be a Death Star, and it wouldn't piss off the fanboys out there. You know, it'd be something completely different. Well, you know, Palpatine needs to have a big cannon. He does. He does need to have a big cannon. And don't call him Papa Palpatine for no reason. <laughs> it's like it's like what Qui Gon always says: "There's always a bigger fish." Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sean, what are your thoughts oh, on like all this? What are your thoughts? Bigger ship. Uh-huh. I would love to see because I I love seeing huge uh, like monsters and all that, but like bigger bigger things. But okay, Andrew. I took that a complete different way. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> that's why you and Robin are friends. You like seeing bigger things. Hey, watch it there. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that roast. That's a good one. <laughs> Maybe we should get Jenna on there then. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> uh, that, uh, anyway, what do you think? What are you thinking here with Finn and uh, this other character? Do you think they're looking at something scary, or do you think they're like, oh my goodness, there's a Taco Bell coming up right around the corner? I mean, I mean, to be fair, it's more, po- it's more possible to be a Taco Bell. That's <laughs> very true. That is extremely true. No, it's, it's probably a, a much bigger ship, like something in the distance. I mean, it's weird because we don't see much of uh, those like big monsters, kind of like what we did in uh, yeah. the Clone Wars era. <laughs> and it, I would love to see something like, like, like if you guys seen like Aquaman, kind of like those like, like big big monsters, like the fighting. I kind of want like that kind of fight going on. What if but, it's, like, what if it's space whales? Oh, see, you're touching, you're touching my fancy there, Andrew. Yeah. Bring in the pergles. And and pergles. what if, what if, the space whales they bring in Ezra and Thrawn? Oh. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, and Thrawn is with him. Uh, I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a 
whole other monster. Not the, not meaning the monsters itself, but yes, it, it would be in that case a whole other monster, and it would be simply fantastic. And you know, we move on from those scenes in particular, and then suddenly, what do we see? What is the next thing we see? Leia, Mr. Kylo Ren. Or, no, you're missing Leia. Oh, that's true. No, uh, Leia. You do... I was gonna save the Leia thing for last because it's such think, a. I... The Kylo and Ray. I think stuff. Andrew's going in order. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. We'll do that. Yes, we do get an awesome shot of Leia. We do, and it really backs up what JJ had said at D twenty three that this thing is truly driven. Everything about the resistance. A lot of what this film is going to be about is driven by Leia and what he was able to work with, that, which were clips from Force Awakens and whatever else. Yeah, that shot was definitely CGI there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were. It, it, it looked like it. I'm sure that there were partial CGI elements added yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that it's where she's training. Mm-hmm. Maybe Leia is showing Ray some of her. Force abilities. That would be something. Or teaching her something of the Force. Mm. Say something that maybe Luke told her. Yes. That, that that power was, you know, what he said that that power's in me, it's also in you. Mm-hmm. That's what Leia is really trying to show Ray is like, yeah. Or have that epiphany that, that it's not just people who just, just suddenly get the Force. No. It's given to individuals who are going to use it for a purpose. It's given to, you know, I could totally see Leia having that. And you know we're going to have to keep our tissues out in that moment. I mean, anytime Leia's on the screen. Bring in tissues. Uh, I think Brick City Blockade, if we have a a movie event at one of the theaters, we're going to have to get custom little, like, tissue packs made with our logo on them. Just to to hand out to people. Because it's going to be, it's going to be emotional with her. I think this entire thing is going to be emotional at times. Oh, it definitely will be. Yeah, it is. Especially feel like it's the kind of end of Skywalker as well. Like, we think. We think. We don't know what the, the title of the Rise of Skywalker. What is? What has this told us? What, is this, what does this trailer tell us, Andrew? What, what if the Rise of Skywalker is not who we think it is? What if it's not Rey that we think it might be? What if it's, no. Broom, what if it's, broom what kid. If, broom kid. No, what if it's because <laughs> technically he yeah. is 50% Skywalker? Essentially, yes. On that side of the family, you know, he's always been Ben Solo, but what if he's, yeah, you're right. What if we see the fall of Rey and the rise of Kylo? You know, that that's that would be a whole other thing. I know the uh, Rebel Cause Lancaster, I know we talked about it for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. them, like the whole concept of. Ray falling and Kylo yeah. rising. Yeah, the switch. The switch happening in many ways. I don't know. It it just it leaves so many questions. It really does. Uh just seeing and it's funny, that's just from the Leia scene. We're like, okay, you know, what else can we get? And then what do we see next, Andrew? What's that next scene right after? Uh you see Ray throw the saber. Yes. I think until that moment the force bond or the connection was broken. And Kylo's standing in the distance. And she throws her saber at him. That's cool. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, there was something very yeah. unique about well, that she, scene. She looked, she looked pretty pissed off. Yeah, what do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think it that could totally be 
like she's treading and then we see Kylo Ren walk up to her and then she's like, I'm angry. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. And throws the same well, way. could fuck him up or fuck him, whichever. Yeah, I know the Raylo fans out there. Yeah. It's not out of the picture yet, guys. No. I'm not. No. Listen, anybody who's out there to take not... on the Raylos, I, I don't give them any credit right now because there's it's not out of the picture yet. I'm I, listen. I'm pro Raylo if if it makes sense. I'm I'm not, but I <laughs> I agree. With I'm not, but <laughs> Ray's her own person. <laughs> no, it's it's true. No, it's but true. yeah, I mean that scene alone is really cool. Just to it see is. that. It is. We haven't seen anything like that. I don't. I don't think we've seen anything like that before in a in a Star Wars film. I think really the only other person that we've seen that's been able to throw their saber like that is Darth Vader himself, right? Yep. Yep. In that kind of same motion. Yeah. From Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because Luke got the high ground, and Vader's like, "I'm not playing that again." <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's true. Actually, who else? Who else threw their saber like that? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, Vader. He threw it at Luke. Yes, he threw it at Luke that way. And then he fell down. That's right. You can throw throw lightsabers in the the second Battlefront 2. I remember that. Oh, that's that's, that's not canon, but... (laughs) (laughs) None of the Battlefronts are canon in my mind. I mean, the story for Battlefront 2 is... Because there's another theory I have of what that beam could be. Interesting. Is it is shown in Battlefront Two, hmm. Operation Cinder, which would be the satellites that are above Naboo, and they cause like um, catastrophic like storms on the planet. Interesting. And Cinder, Cinder. Wow. deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> That's a deep cut, but that's interesting. That would be fascinating. Well, and then what do we see? We see Kylo Ren approaching Ray, right? Yeah. And he's got we his think it could be Ray. I think it could be. Yes, I, I, I think we. I think. think what are you I thinking? I think it's something else because he's really? walking, he's walking with a purpose, right? And he's on the planet where we see the Star Destroyers in the sky. Do we see Leia there? I don't know if it would be Leia. Oh. He could be going after Palpatine. He could be. Look at what you've done to me. Yeah, yeah, we could see that light start to play with him a little bit. The way he's walking, because I mentioned it to you, it's a Vader-style walk. Yeah, like he's going to kill. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh. it makes... Because... There's a lot of stuff I've been thinking about because I saw it this morning. Yeah. Um, <coughs> the fight, we'll get into the fight stuff. Of course, yeah. The yeah, fight yeah. with Kylo and Rey is going to be on a completely different planet than I where can, we see yeah, the Star Destroyers. Rey will be captured by Palpatine. Kylo kind of forms an uneasy alliance with Poe, Finn, and the others to or because we always see Kylo's TIE fighter Kylo goes off by himself interesting to try and save Rey because 
Interesting. I don't want to say there's a romantic connection, but there's a connection between the two. That we will, yeah, that's true. There is. And what girl? Yeah, that whole thing. Maybe it's a one-sided romantic side, though. Maybe. Uh, yeah. If you go and watch a clip of Kylo and Rey fighting, Kylo is in a defensive fighting style. Rey is the one going at him. Rey is the one going at him. I think he's trying to reason with her. Interesting. What she's been taught is not to trust him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. I could see them bat. We'll get into that, but yeah. yeah, I could see them battling and Sean Kylo trying to be like, "You need to listen to me. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to give you this. I'm trying to give you that. I'm trying to give you my love, girl. Come on, man. You know, I can totally see yeah. that happening. And her being like, "You know, what, dude, fuck you. Fuck you. Help me at my will in Force Awakens. I'm not putting up with this. She could have liked being restrained a little hey, bit. Hey, Andrew, your personal oh. preferences don't count. Personal <laughs> preferences don't count. I know Renee really doesn't want to hear that stuff, right? <laughs> I mean... Maybe she does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you didn't complain when I restrained you at Fan Expo last no, year. No, I am. I'm, that's, 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 that's a totally so different situation. So I missed totally the Orgy Fest, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> Sean, what do you think between Kylo and Ray? What's what's going on here? There's a lot of things going on between them. If it's mentally, platonically, or just like like a strong friendship or villain villainous way, I don't know. I mean, just yeah. the whole scene with a fighting scene just reminds me of a lot of the Revenge of the Sith, Obi Wan and Anakin. Yeah. And, it's 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 essentially uh, Mustafar, but it's snow. It's or is it snow water? I don't know. I don't remember. Water. Yeah, water. It looks like the planet. It looks like the planet where the Death Star two remnants were. That's what it looks like. That they may be battling on parts of that in some way. Someone put a uh, still of Obi Wan where the shields or the um, tractor beam was for the yeah. first Death Star. And put it where Kylo and Ray are standing, Ooh. and it's pretty much like the same spot where Obi Wan was, like uh, taking that down from the first oh. star. So it and could, it could be the first Death Star. That would be something else if it was. Mm, yeah, interesting. Remember, and it looks like Kylo Ren has a high ground too. He does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the dude's like six foot five. He's gonna have the high ground regardless. Well, not not essentially if they're on a, a big steep and Ray's on a cliff. True. Ray's on a cliff and Kylo Ren's dropping down. Ray has a high ground then, but yeah. No, you know what? And, and that scene <laughs> reminds me so much, like you said, Sean, of Revenge of the Sith. And mm-hmm. I think that we can make this connection that in this case. It was almost like Obi-Wan going to Mustafar to try to really see what was up with Anakin and try to tell him that whatever this reality that Palpatine told him is not true. I mean, how crazy would it be if Rey is on that planet, all right? Let's just say this. And Kylo's going to her to say whatever, whatever the Jedi have told you, whatever Luke has told you, whatever these people have told you is not true. 
that you know i that would be a fascinating switch on what we saw in revenge of the sith that it's almost an opposite look of that maybe kylo ren finds something else maybe something happens with leia and it's a true awakening for him for him in particular but i it's just so hard to tell this trailer leaves so many questions and i think we've been waiting for that we've been waiting for that sean we have and it felt like this trailer alone gave more uh, questions than, than the first teaser did. And I, I like that better. I like yeah. having questions and not knowing exactly what's going on. Because yeah. that's essentially how Force Awakens and Last Jedi was before it came out. Because mm-hmm. we didn't exactly know what was going to happen with Hunt. Well, I had an idea what was going to happen with Hunt. I think so we all had an idea with yeah. Hunt. That was unfortunate. Uh, but we didn't really know about with Luke or anything, yeah. especially when he says it's time for the Jedi to end. Uh, and it's very interesting, especially the end dialogue. I've seen a lot of people saying it's not Palpatine talking. It's easily Ian McDermott talking. Yeah, it just sounds a little bit different. you got to understand it's not going to be like the Emperor from back in the 80s. Yeah. No. And it could be Palpatine's voice coming out of someone he put his essence into, mm-hmm. yeah. which could be Matt Smith. Um, oh, we skipped this. What about C-3PO and his red eyes? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> smoke weed every day. <laughs> <laughs> you, there's cool smoke side. behind him, too. There yeah. was smoke behind him. like, oh man, C-3PO's lighting it up back there. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know had, though. It's fascinating. So, someone had to be like tampered with him. Ooh. Hmm. What if um, Triple Zero okay. personality is put into C three PO? That'd be interesting, huh? Pal- Palpatine's Palpatine's in C three PO. His essence got into C three PO. That would be, it would be hilarious and also terrifying at the same time. Right? I could see it as a comedic relief. I yeah. could totally see it. Like, it briefly goes into him and he gets up and he's he's like, what is going on here? <laughs> this is not part of my protocol. Why, why can't I walk faster? <laughs> <laughs> Just briefly, and then it leads him. Like, that yeah. would be interesting. It would be like the, like the... From Attack of the Clones when he loses the arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> or he's put on the battle droid. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> That's a weird scene. It, and it's and it's placed in there for a reason. Yeah. It's not in there just to say, oh, here's C-3PO. It's like, holy shit, he's got red eyes. What the hell? Everything that was put in this teaser was put in there for a reason. Especially the dialogue at the end. Yes. Talk more about that, Andrew, because I know everybody out there is so fascinated by it, as well as Sean and I. Well, the dialogue itself, it starts when Kylo's walking away from the TIE fighter. Yes. Palpatine goes, your journey, and it shows them fighting, nears its end. Nears its end. Who do you guys think he's talking to? Do you think it's Rey or Kylo? Maybe wow. both. I think both. It could be. This is where that whole conversation that that Caden and I had on Com Chatter a while back, 
I feel like is going to come into fruition here, which is that whole idea of where does the world between worlds come into play? Where because you look at that poster and you look and it's it's placed perfectly as Palpatine looking upon Rey and Kylo from that scene in particular. Yep. At the yes. end of the teaser, there yep. is this. Palpatine overlooking them and manipulating them, and in their minds they hear those words. You're, you know, I'm manipulating you to to do my do my my work. I'm manipulating you to to accomplish everything. His essence was in Snoke. That's where it all began. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. actually a theory I did have. Is after Palpatine's essence left Snoke. Because I'm pretty sure Kylo's um, helmet was still in that area. Does it go into he, his helmet? He possessed the helmet, which I think for the first half he's going to be Kylo is going to be possessed by Palpatine. Interesting. Which is why he's wearing the helmet, mm-hmm. and then he'll be saved from being possessed or whatever. Somehow, and yeah. That's why in. He has his mask off. He's himself. That's why he's in a defensive fighting style. Yeah, and then because then maybe Ray gets a sentence, and that's why he, oh, he's attacking he gets her. Possessed, and that's why. That, oh. Exactly. Because interesting. The next scene, because it cuts to black. You hear Vader's bre- breathing, and then Ray, and then Ray. Did you see what's on her finger? Yeah, there is something on her finger. Yes, Snoke's ring. It. Snoke's ring is on. Yeah. Oh. So what if? Oh. Are we talking Lord of the Rings here? Sure. Um, <laughs> the ring is invisible. I think so. What yeah. if Palpatine's spirit is in that ring? Oh, and it's calling to her. It's telling yeah. her, "I can tell you who your family is. I can tell you this. I can tell you that." Which I have another oh. theory on that. I'll let you guys slow down. I'm getting mind fucked. I'll I'll let you guys talk about the Palpatine dialogue <laughs> and the Ray stuff, and then I'll go into my Ray theory. Sean, what are you thinking here? Because I I don't know oh. what to say. This is some amazing. I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's one of the best theories I've ever seen or heard. It's, yeah, yeah. It's better than it's Mike Zero. I'll tell you that much. I haven't seen much good theories on Twitter, and Andrew, I think you. Like hit on, hit on the nail with that theory. I, I mean, I would love to see that theory like go into play. Like I can't think of any uh, other theories that could go like that. <laughs> it's true, and it's not Mike Zero coming out and saying, "Hi guys, subscribe to my channel. I'm gonna tell you why Palpatine is actually a potato in this in the next coming episode." <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, what the fuck, man? He's the, not sad, a potato. the sad thing is that does sound like a Mike Zero. <laughs> Why are you still watching him? <laughs> I'm not. I just want to cross him on Twitter. <laughs> I was joking. I know. Oh, no, it's true though, it, it, and yeah, I agree. I think that there's oh, Andrew. Those theories are fantastic, and I think the essence of Palpatine is one that I think is starting to be discussed. I think that a lot of people are starting to think, well, if he's not going to be in physical form, then it's got to be 
like in the world between worlds where he was able to manipulate things in a different form. He doesn't have control of the, of that world if he is dead. So he had to find another way to do it. He brought himself back to life using Darth Plagueis's ideas and the cheating of death and was able to do so via an essence. That would be absolutely amazing. It, it oh, would. Yeah. And. Great theory time. Throw it out there. In yeah, give it to us. In the well, before I get to that, okay. Even in the comics, you see, um, what's the Sith Lord's name that put his essence into oh, his yes, helmet? Yes, yes, yes. Everybody's been yeah. discussing that. Yes, I know. Who that you're could about. also be a thing. Um, but the Ray theory, and because I was watching the Last Jedi again, and what I thought, what if? The scene where she just sees a bunch of rays. What if she's a clone? And she's a clone that rebelled against Palpatine and he dumped her on Jakku. And the he dark ray. Oh. Are, you, are, are we going into Matrix theory now? Yes. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> the dark ray is the perfect clone that Palpatine wanted. Huh. So he had to dump Ray, and he said, "You know what? I can't get what I want from Ray. I can't get what I want from the clone. So I gotta go to Kylo Ren. I gotta manipulate Ben Solo in that case." Can, can we see a Can we see a Ray versus Ray clone? Like a clone? So my other thoughts: they are pulling from the Dark Empire storyline. Yes. Could be. Ray against Ray, Kylo against Vader. There's a reason why you hear Vader's breathing. Mm. Kylo has to fight his grandfather and kill him. It's that whole you gotta you gotta sacrifice. Like, let's just say this, all right? For him to really achieve what he wanted, he would have to eliminate of his father, which he did. He would yeah. have to eliminate his mother, correct? But he would also have to eliminate his grandfather. Yes. Remove the t- remove the family ties completely to be able to achieve it. That's what Palpatine would want. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Guys, um, we're going to be taking a siesta from podcasting for a little bit for after uh, this episode here. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm sorry with all my theories. <laughs> no, I, I, please, anybody. Okay, I, yeah, Sean. I really want to see Ray versus Ray. Now, uh, I R- want to see Clone. Why Ray versus Ray? Ray versus Ray. Yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. No, it'll be, it'll be Ray, like Luke with Ray Ray. versus your. <laughs> Just flip it, your. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what if Palpatine? Actually brings Sabobo back back to life, and we see Sabobo the Sith Lord. That would be fascinating. Well, I mean, Star Wars already Star Wars theory already made an edit of Jar Jar as the Dark Ray with the <laughs> bladed saber. Oh my goodness! That's all that would have to happen is for Ray to stab uh, Dark Jar-Jar. Side, uh, <laughs> the Dark Side uh, Sabobo, and he'd be like, "Poodoo, <laughs> <laughs> Ben Quadranero." It would be Eddie. interesting to see, like, for your theory, if, if, it, if it was Kylo Ren versus uh, Darth Vader, but instead, what if it was uh, Kylo Ren versus Anakin? 
Oh. Lights. Oh, because Anakin is. They have no. to follow the, the. They have to follow the edits, Andrew. Not necessarily light side Anakin. It could easily be dark side Anakin. He could have had easy, Well, that's true. Like, there could be two Anakins. Like, could be like Vengeance the Sith Anakin. Yeah. Oh, this is tur- tricky territory. And I do want to see Hayden Christensen have another lightsaber fight. You would. You would want to see that. I would too. It'd That's why he's been on the down low. Especially with how Kylo's fighting style is a lot like Anakin's. Very much so. Very much so. And you know Luke got that. You know that he learned that in training. Mm-hmm. And that's what he showed to Ben Solo. Was his father's training. Was his father's mm-hmm. style. So that's where he picked that up from. But uh, I really like that theory of Kylo having to fight Anakin for pre-suit Vader. Because to be mm-hmm. to be logical, if you just made a clone of Anakin, he wouldn't need the suit. Technically, yeah. That's interesting. And technically, with him being cremated, there's still some DNA there somewhere. They could get his teeth or something. That's all Palpatine would have needed. Yeah. Palpatine just has a, a, I was at a drone factory, a clone factory. <laughs> he probably has a drone factory too. Probably. <laughs> Sean, any final thoughts on on this trailer in particular? Um, we're missing uh, Lando. I know. I'm I'm really excited to see what Lando is gonna how he's gonna play a role in this. Yeah, I know he's I know he's not in the trailer, but I think they're saving be... a lot of the big returns for like just small clips in the trailers, but they're saving the main performers for the movie itself. Right. I, I like that. I, I like that they did that. I was I just wanting yeah. to see Lando again. Donald, I know I'm in Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover's not going to be in it. No, we need Donald Glover back as young Lando. We do need that. I do have a theory on that, too. We'll save that for another episode. (laughs) You have been officially cut off like the bartender says. You have drank too much, Andrew. You have have consumed too many theories tonight. (laughs) Well, I watched the trailer at least a hundred times today, so... Ah, Andrew. What am I supposed to do? Nothing. You're supposed to watch it a hundred times, so... You're supposed to watch it two hundred times. Okay. Rookie numbers. Pump those up. (laughs) All right, by tomorrow, I'll be at 300. <laughs> hey, we'll, be, we'll fall asleep watching it. <laughs> just, record uh, yourself, just record yourself on Twitch. What did you guys think of the double-bladed saber? Yeah, I know. We gotta, let's, let's quickly discuss oh. that. The, the whole – I think that that was the one aspect that – if we everybody talked about it on social media when they were like, Ray with a double-bladed lightsaber. I was like, oh, like Darth Maul style. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, it's... it's like nunchuck, flip it, let's go double-bladed now, or let's fight with this thing with two blades and hold it upright. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy. It's like tongs. It's like you're going to get a steak off the grill kind of thing. Well, I was thinking it reminded me of uh, Pong Krell or the oh, Temple yeah. Guns. Yeah. The te- that's what people have been talking about. That. Um... And I like that the blades were um, like Kylo's. Yes. So it means the crystals were cracked. Mm-hmm. They were almost manipulated. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It felt, like, it felt like the two ends are 
different lengths. It yeah. Like. like one could be like a pike or something like that. Um, like the um, Sith, the Royal Guards for Palpatine, they had the force pikes. So mm-hmm. it could be something like that where one's shorter. So it's kind of like a pike saber and just poke. Do you think if this was the case, um, this question is for both of you, that if, let's just say, put the, putting this out there, let's just say Ray does turn dark, right? Or let's just say that she is crafting her own lightsaber, as we have kind of thought at some point, well, if you are going to be a Jedi, then your whole thing is to craft a lightsaber for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. What if that double-bladed saber is not necessarily red to start, but let's just say it is blue. Let's say she uses the kyber crystal from Luke's saber. Let's say she uses something to be able to build this. Do you think she used pieces of her staff to create this lightsaber? Easily. Yeah. Maybe she just likes the uh, color. Maybe she just likes the color red and has no attention being a Sith. Uh-huh. That would I be mean, a total switch. She, yeah, I mean, it's almost like that she has a sinister look, but she, her purpose isn't Sith-like. That is something I noticed with her look, how it's pretty much just like a blank stare. Mm-hmm. If it is the clone theory I have, it could be something Palpatine says that puts her into a dark side trance, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Totally changes it. That's very interesting. Because she doesn't blink at all no. in that scene. And a clone wouldn't blink. Nope. Interesting. All these, all these theories, all these things floating around out there. Now we have to snatch them and bring them <laughs> in and say which things are going to actually happen, which things are not. But that's the fun part of yep. speculating. That is everything. Now, before exactly. we call this an episode here, we did have one other thing happen at D23 that we do have to discuss, and that's the Mandalorian. Um, yes. We finally got to see on Friday. We saw the new poster for um, The Mandalorian, and we got, like, really our first look. We've been waiting for it for so long. Mm, Yeah. And, Sean, what are your initial thoughts on this? I know you and I have been going back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. My first first thought was it's it's technically a Rogue One series, but much darker than that. Uh And it looks – and it kind of looks like kind of that Marvel feel because we know – John Favreau is work worked on this, and we have a Tatian as well as mm-hmm. one of the IG. So it's gonna get that Marvel feeling, especially that first scene with the hel- the helmets on, on the stormtroopers' helmets yeah. on spikes. Oh, so cool! I mean, yeah. just each each clip of the scenes, like we don't we see all the. If we if we know all the characters are, we don't know if they're bounty hunters or not. But I think the whole thing is gonna. It, my expectations are high on this. Yeah, and I don't think John Favreau is gonna disappoint us. No, not at all. What do you think, Andrew? Um, I was happy we finally got to see something from the Mandalorian. because mm-hmm. uh, I was still pretty pissed that we didn't get to see anything Mandalorian at Celebration. I know. Um, I waited. And, like... I mean, I feel like they should have. I mean, if they wanted... The, because they put it right in front of the Rise of Skywalker. And yeah. Now, now, now it, Rise of Skywalker is all... 
It's taking over the Mandalorian. Yeah. So um, no one's talking about the Mandalorian right now. It's the character. trailer mm-hmm. I loved. Because you don't, you know it's after Return of the Jedi, about nine years. But you don't, again, like Rise of Skywalker, you don't know what the story is. Right. And the big thing for me, and I hope it pans out this way, is you never see him without his helmet on. And if he has it off, you only see the back of his head. That'd be cool. Um, which, if they, if they don't do that I'm, and show his face, I don't care. Because, you know, we saw Jango Fett's face. But I think with the Mandalorian, you never seeing his face, it hides the mystery of who he is. What if he never talks as well? He's just a silent guy. That would be really cool, too. Wow, everything's just actions. Oh, that's a whole other realm. That says a lot, too. And it's just his companions talking. Like, if it's Bounty Hunter's friends, they talk kind of for him, kind of. But, like, they communicate for him, but he he communicates as well without talking. That would be really cool. So it has that Boba Fett feel to it almost. Like yeah. we get a little bit of Boba Fett dialogue, but it's not much. You know what I mean? Boba Fett never really talked. No, he didn't. No. He would like have his like head motions like nodding and stuff like that. But it was very rare when he talked. The only one he really talked to was Vader. Yeah. You kinda have to talk to Boba <laughs> You do. Yeah. <laughs> or else you get choked out. <laughs> Um, and I will say this for those who think it might be okay for their kid to watch it it's more for the adult side of the Star Wars community or fans um, especially with the Stormtrooper helmets impaled onto the pikes because it's not yeah. just their helmets on the pikes. Their heads are in those helmets. So yeah. um, the other big thing is the special effects look exactly like the movies. Ten yeah, million the, the... dollars per episode. Ten million dollars per that episode. That says a lot. People Insane. say people say Lucasfilm and or Disney don't care about Star Wars. Clearly they do with the budget yeah. that I don't remember seeing a ten million per episode in any of the Marvel shows. Exactly. That's just it. I mean, you might with like the Maybe. new shows, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the ones that were on Netflix. Yeah. Well, that's Netflix. Well, yeah, and, but that was, but that was also Marvel, which is yeah. technically not canon anymore, which sucks. But. Well, from from what I heard, they might put that stuff on Hulu and start it up again. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. It's a discussion for another day. Yeah, that is definitely a, a Marvel talk session right there. That yeah. is, whoo, that's gonna be a heated one. Uh, but I think the one thing too about the Mandalorian, and I think this kind of rings true, is that you know, and a lot of people are like, you know, this is gonna be a fantastic season. You know, we're gonna love it. We're gonna love everything about it. You know what the best part about this is? Is they don't have to tell us everything right now. There's another season that has been okayed 
by Lucasfilm. So don't give me everything. Don't give me everything right now. Have him not talk this entire first season, and Mm -hmm. let's lead off the second season seeing the back of his head and talking to somebody. Let's lead that second season off that way. What they could do, his companions are with him throughout season one. You get attached to him. First episode of season two. Boom. All of them die except for him. Like Game of Thrones. Yes. Well, <laughs> the Mandalorian well, actually, no. is from the act, an actor from Game of Thrones, so he's, he's used to oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pedro's used to that. Yeah. Um, but also, from what I've heard, each season is going to be about twelve episodes. From what I heard. Yeah, eight to twelve. Yeah. And the episode lengths are going to be at least an hour. Wow. Uh, yeah. And. I do want to talk about it a little bit if it's yeah, okay. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, go. Um, uh, no, I'm no, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye. End of episode. Stop. Um, the Obi Wan Kenobi stuff. Um, yes, yes. Because everything I've read about it is it is going to be eight episodes. Yeah. An hour long for eight episodes. Me personally, a lot of people I saw were disappointed it was a movie. I would rather eight episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi than just two hours in one movie. So you get eight episodes each an hour. You pretty much get eight hours of Kenobi. (laughs) Eight hours of Hello There. No, it's... (laughs) (laughs) I like that. No, and Scott actually brought that up. Scott Inch brought that up not that long ago. And that's that whole idea of you can flush it out more in the television show for one hour than you can in a two-hour film. You can give us, you know, a true journey of somebody, no matter where it plays into the timeline, of somebody who had been shattered in the past by the loss of of, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, sorry, Mm -hmm. and had to fight his way through that. We sometimes forget, you know, Anakin is shattered by his mother's death. He turns to the dark side. What about freaking Obi-Wan who had to deal with the death of his master to some unknown Sith or supposed (laughs) Sith, somebody who was manipulated by Palpatine to do his doings and have to work through that and become the Jedi that he was. That alone is worthy of a story. Mm -hmm. It is, especially for a, our our episodes, yeah, you're gonna get. I it. mean, there's a there's a lot you can add into. They're I gonna mean, dive you know. deep into Obi Wan's um, post traumatic stress disorder. He easily yeah. has to have that after uh-huh. Order sixty six. He'd have to, even yeah. the Clone Wars itself. He has to have it. Yeah, just from yeah. what he saw. Yeah, you know that happened. You look at. I mean, a great example of that is Rex. Look at what happened to him and the crew. They had to go off on their own. And they had to build like a commune for themselves, essentially. And had to live through the loss of their brothers in that case. And that alone was enough to throw Rex off. When he first meets the Rebels crew, he is 100% uncertain of any of it. It wasn't until Ahsoka showed up that it was like, wow, okay, hold on a second here. Okay, I know that I can trust these people. I know that. That's exactly what Obi-Wan is going through. He doesn't know who to trust. So, I have a question for you, too. Okay. Um, well, and Robin, mainly. Um, for Commander Cody, 
has he been referenced at all after Revenge of the Sith? Is there anything on him canon-wise? That's a good question. I think the only time we've ever seen... I mean, do you want to call Black Series <laughs> canon? I mean, it's hard. It's hard, man. What if Commander Cody, because he knows Kenobi survived, what if he's hunting down Obi-Wan? Hunting him down? Yes. Or trying to. He comes across him and... With the help of Darth Maul? It's possible, but that would also kind of contradict um, Twin Sons and Rebels, because Maul didn't know Kenobi lived. Oh yeah, that's right. Unless they can figure out a way to do it where Obi-Wan and Maul have a fight, Kenobi fakes his death, and Maul thinks he died or something like that. I don't know. That's an interesting balance. Kenobi can't leave Tatooine. That's the thing. He never left Tatooine during his exile. No, that's true. And that's and that's essentially canon. I mean, it's referenced so many times that he was there. I mean, I know the Star Wars comic line, even, when they showed Obi-Wan watching over Luke um, in that brief, I believe it was 10 comics in particular in the Star Wars line that really focused on Obi-Wan on Tatooine and watching Luke with the Skyhopper flying around, like making yeah. sure he was safe and whatever else, you know, calling to Luke basically through the force. Luke didn't know it, but basically calling through him to the force saying, you know, don't don't make smart decisions, do this, do that. And Luke didn't realize it that he was making those decisions. So I I, I think that it would be really cool to see Obi-Wan, maybe we don't see Luke, but maybe we do see him sending those messages to Luke at, at different times, mm-hmm. saying, like, be aware of this, be aware of that, you know. Your uncle, he's an absolute fucking idiot. Don't always listen to him, you know. <laughs> Come home when you want to. Go get those parts at Tashi Station, you know. I, yeah, I, I don't I, know what Tashi Station was. Yeah, it was a, basically a strip joint, right? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Uncle Owen used to hang out there a lot. <laughs> so, so I just thought of it as yeah. I was mentioning Commander Cody and you were talking about the Obi-Wan stuff. I'm like, what if they introduce someone that hasn't been in live action but has been in the extended universe canon? Mm-hmm. It was never really canon. Darth Crate, because he was on Tatooine at the same time as Kenobi. He finds remnants yeah. of, of an old Sith Lord. Well, no, he wasn't a Sith Lord. He was a Jedi during the Clone Wars. And he went into exile on Tatooine, too. And he's technically a Tusken Raider, in a way. So there could be something there, too. Oh, that's true. The Sand People. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, how does he know so much about the Sand People? That's a good question. He was a Tuscan Raider. <laughs> he was an undercover Tuscan Raider. Yeah. That's a new TV show, Undercover Tuscan Raider. He he dated a Tuscan Raider for a while. Hey, you never you know what? You, you never know. They have a nice little commune they live in. I like those. Um but went to the strip to find one, that. The one thing I need from this series with Obi-Wan yeah. is him finding out Vader is still alive. Yeah, that yes. I agree. Yeah, he does have to 
Sucks. It could easily be him in the cantina, and he hears it, and he freaks out. I think that he hears rumblings. I think that he definitely is probably sitting in cantinas, and he's hearing about this dark lord, or he's hearing from people about the empire, and this and this one individual who continues to basically slaughter everything that gets in his way. That'd be kind of interesting. I would love to see or have you. Uh... Obi-Wan narrated himself doing the whole, like, like in his mind, kind of, like, mm-hmm. what's going on. Kind of, kind of like a fourth wall breaking, but not really. Kind of like Deadpool. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, I could hear Ewan doing that. I could see him in, like, in a meditative state, and then him, like, walking through what's what he's thinking, what he's going through, what he senses. That would be cool. Uh-huh. Because he's a lone man in the desert. That's what we would touch on him learning how to transition into the forest from Qui Gon. That would have to, if they're going to do it, that's what Yoda wanted to have him do. So, you know, in that case, then you got to have Liam Neeson's voice in there. Mm -hmm. Well, at least bring Liam Neeson back. Yeah. They have a budget, (laughs) they have the money. They They do. Liam Neeson's not doing much else. I don't know how many more train movies he can do about his daughter being captured or his son being captured. The last well, movie I saw him, he was in the movie Widows, actually. Was he? Yeah. Quite yeah. a con man, but... I will find you. And I will kill you. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think the one thing, and I will say this, and I might get a lot of hate on social media for this, alright? I'm gonna say it. Wait, wait, you're gonna get hate? <sighs> I might. I don't know. I'm putting this out there. Um, I'm really surprised by the way that Disney handled D23 compared to Celebration. Um, I think many people, I think we could agree that it seems like they gave D23 their all compared to Star Wars Celebration. They are moving towards, and get ready for this, I'm going to say it. They haven't really said too, too much about, okay, Star Wars Celebration, where's the next one going to happen? When are we going to do this? I think... That there is a slow transition. Are you ready? There's a slow transition that Star Wars Celebration is going to be a one specific day at D23. That's why it is in Anaheim next year. Is because they want to make that transition. Let's have it in Anaheim next year. Let's transition Star Wars Celebration from a fan event by itself for three days into one single day of just Star Wars at D23. That's my prediction. The thing is, would they be able to get as much stuff out as they could Star Wars wise in just one day? I absolutely. When you look at what we were able to get across the last what last three years of Star Wars Celebration, including a gap year where we didn't have Star Wars Celebration, True. I think when you look at all of the content that they gave us <laughs> with the modern media that we have today. We knew about half of the things that were coming out before they were even announced at Star Wars Celebration. It's true. That's true, yeah. So, D23, they had to bring out Ewan McGregor himself because of news reports to have him phrase a line to Kathleen Kennedy to say, am I coming back to play Obi-Wan? Because all the news reports saying that I am. So it's, it's, it's interesting that we have moved into the day and age of, is Star Wars Celebration actually doing what it needs to do for the fandom. And I and I hate saying this because I want, like to go to, I want to go to Star Wars Celebration. I want to have fun across a three-day period. But we're slowly moving into, can D23 
do a day of Marvel, a day of Star Wars, and a day of just their traditional films and animated work. Can they just spread that across three days? I'm starting to wonder in terms I of marketing. can see them doing that. I don't see it happening right away. No. It's going to take five years. It'll <laughs> slowly transition into that, but it will be a thing coming in the future where they might have some Star Wars stuff at Comic-Cons or something like that, but the main focus will be like D23 and stuff like that. What do you think, it's, because, it's, it's becoming a more Disney property because D23. Mm-hmm. and It has a name on it. it, it yeah. yeah, and Star Wars Celebration, like you said, it is kind of, I think, since we have media, like you said, like live streams are now available and some sometimes, but not all the times, but it's much hard. It's harder for to get like hotels and stuff at uh, for Star Wars Celebration than D23. I think I think mm-hmm. expenses expenses are more up in Celebration than D23. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's smart if they do that too, just for so the fans have like different fans that does have that type of money could go to like D23. That's yeah. like kind of less expensive than Celebration. Yeah. The the other thing too, and I just have to look at this. I'm and I'm looking at this purely from a business and economic standpoint too. Is that let's say you have those podcasts, you have those groups that are Star Wars orientated. They come in Thursday night. They come and do their <laughs> thing on Friday for for the Star Wars content. What ends up happening? Maybe they leave Saturday morning, and they leave and they go home because that was their thing. They're there for Star Wars. Saturday morning, guess who comes in? The Marvel-focused people. So you're rotating hotel rooms. You're rotating the money. You're rotating business influence in Anaheim. And and maybe at some point, maybe this is why they've done this with Star Wars Celebration, and they've continued what George Lucas did with the idea early on. Does D23 stay in Anaheim, or do we see D23 hit three major spots? Do we see it hit Anaheim, Chicago, and New York? And it just spreads itself out, or does it stay in Anaheim or wherever the parks are? It's interesting. I was gonna say where the uh, parks are, so like a Galaxy's Edge or Disney yeah. World, Anaheim, Florida, yeah, maybe Tokyo, maybe yeah. Paris. Paris, Paris, yeah. Hit where the property is. Go to Move. where the Disney prop. Yeah. <laughs> go to where the Disney <laughs> property is. That's where their money is. They they really want to move away from, and I'll say this because I know I've discussed with the people at Read Pop, us being at conventions and whatever else, and they're a really solid organization. But my warning is to groups like Read Pop is that Disney's interests at this point with Disney Plus, with the acquisitions of all these properties, including Pixar was the one that kind of solidified it for me. With the acquisition of all these properties, they want to keep as much in-house going forward as possible. They want their money to be focused on their net profits by who they can bring in and make the money from. They're not interested in outside marketing opportunities anymore. If they can keep it within the Disney property, that's where they will stay. And it's smart. Why pay for extra when we already have it in-house? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, too! Ha <laughs> ha! At least it's not Sony. Yeah. 
We're not getting there. That's another discussion. Time to build the MCU around Doctor Strange. <laughs> Are we leaving it off on MCU around Doctor Strange, Andrew? Is that where we're leaving this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, let's leave it at Frozen 2, okay? <laughs> oh, God. Frozen 2 I'm... is the lead of the MCU now. Oh. And on that note, we have come to that time of the show. That's right. Anything that we do here at the Brick City Blockade, it is a little thing we like to call, Andrew, what do we usually call this? Not plug time. <laughs> Come on, that's not supposed to say plug time. I'm sorry. No, anyway. Uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's not plug time here at the Brick City no, Blockade. It's plug on time. Plug on time. Plug on time. <sighs> <laughs> You're de- I can so tell you, you just irked Andrew so badly just by saying that. <laughs> but let's throw it over. Sean, where can the good people find you on social media? You guys can follow me on Twitter at SeanMarshow1. Follow my Instagram at It'sZoneZ. Uh, follow my music Bandcamp. 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 And, and SoundCloud. And friend me and follow me on Facebook. Andrew! Well, you can find me on Twitter at agarish1, Instagram andrew62592, and YouTube at Commander Nerd, and Facebook at Andrew Burton Garish. I might accept your request. I'll probably just deny you. <laughs> How sure. friendly! Uh, you can... <laughs> also, be on the lookout for another Steelbook hunt on yes. uh, Wednesday. Woo! Steelbook hunts. Love those. Following I, up need, with those. I need you two to come down so I can take you on a steelbook hunt. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at MrVoteTweets. Check me out on Instagram at the official vote. BrickCityBlockade.com for everything happening with Words of the Wills. Sean Over at www.brickcityblockade.com for our podcast episodes and over on Patreon to support the network, Public to rock the network, and of course our work with Starlight Children's Foundation, bringing smiles to kids' faces in hospitals around the country every cent at a time. So we have reached that point in a podcast that we always love to record but hate to end for Mr. Sean Michaud. Mr. Andrew, Andrew Garish. And this is Robin Vote signing off here on the podcast. And as we always say, hey, fuck, it's not until a full podcast episode until we say it. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. That's not it. It's may the force be with force you. Be with you. Oh. May the force I, not I, be with you. Oh. Always. <laughs> Goodbye. Sometimes. Only when you feel like it. <laughs> Never what the again. fuck? What? 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 Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hi? Hello? Hello? I can't hear you, Sean. Sean, I can't hear you. Can, can you hear me? No. Hello? Yes, you, you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs>